Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. This is our 159th episode. Wow. So obviously we have learned a lot of new things from doing this podcast. And every once in a while, we wish we could go back and insert a nugget of info into an episode. So today we are taking the chance to insert those nuggets. Meet us at the table for pearls of wisdom we wish we'd said and those that we continue to insert into conversations. I'm Lainey, and I'm Laura Beth, and we are Steel Magnolias, the strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South, and we've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. Welcome back to Steel Magnolia's podcast, episode 159. Now, they don't look like it's that many episodes because we split it up into, into seasons. seasons. Yeah. So this is season four, episode 11. But Can you believe this passion project has gone this long? Well, Isn't it say, wonderful? Sometimes it's nice to just say episode 159. So like I said in the intro, you know, we're natives of the South who do not know it all, but we want to know more. Always learning. And we have learned a ton. So much. In doing research and from each other and from other people. I learned so much from messages we get from on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Episodes. Now there's some things I wish we could insert. I'm not going to go and talk about all of those. But where somebody's like, oh, you should go here in Birmingham. Yes. Or you should... Read this book or... Right. Yeah, because not always messages, but Instagram comments on something. That's actually where it appears mostly is in the comments section of a post. So if you're not following us on Instagram, go over and do that right now. It's Steel Magnolia's podcast. So, you know, we oftentimes are like, wow, I'm going to remember that. So you said early on, there's some things even that you feel like come up in conversation now that you're like, well... We did an episode on that. I know. I feel like um, just in doing the research, I have so much more to contribute in conversations than I ever could have on certain subjects, right? right? Like if it's about having people over or, you know, just hospitality kind of things, that's kind of just our overflow. Yeah. Yeah. But when it's the Mississippi River or how the TVA changed the South, I had to research Sure. To know things about that. I knew in coming up with those topics that they were important, but I didn't have much to contribute to a conversation until after. Yeah. I 
it keeps coming up. Well, like, it's funny how things like that come up. I wish I would retain even more. There's probably some sort of, like, um, blueberry or something I could include more in my diet that would, <laughs> you know, like, make memory retention even stronger. Because you are really, really good at that. So there's even things that we've touched on that we researched in the past that I would have to remind myself even again. Of. Well, we both, oh, yeah. we both have those strengths and weaknesses. That is the history but. of that. And then also there's so many times where I'm in the editing of an episode and I'm like, I cannot even believe that I forgot to mention blah, blah, blah. I so know. this is our little addendum sort of episode today. We're not going to catch it all. In fact, there's going to be things that even while I'm editing this episode, that I'm like, I can't believe I forgot <laughs> I didn't say to this. Yeah. say that. But we just thought it would be fun to circle back, if yeah. you will, on lots of things. And then even share just specifics of things that we like to, or that seem to come up a lot Well, in I have to start this off with this observation. It's really more of an observation. I think it's so funny when I go back to the very, very beginning. Yes. Oh, episode one, two, episode three. One, two, yeah. three. That we thought we needed like three separate subjects to keep it interesting. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Why? One subject would have been plenty. Yes. Just cover it well. Because we crammed. We yes. crammed stuff in and then Thinking all- that's what we needed to do. And then sometimes stuff didn't even need to be paired together. Right. So yes, actually season one, we need some forgiveness on because we were very much on a learning curve and still are and still are but that was pretty funny yeah like there were certain things that did go well together peaches and beaches because you get them on the way to well yeah that kind of thing but you know some of the ones we paired I'm like that was just trying to keep it interesting for no reason I guess we thought that we weren't going to have enough to say about the one and also I think stylistically there was a lot of podcasts that were doing almost like a hot topics sort of format so I think we felt like we had to hit lots of things but what we have found is one subject per episode and keep it straightforward yeah not a lot of chit chat you know leading up to the episode we cut a lot of that too we used to do that a lot more now we do all that in our sister chat so if you like that format you need to join our patrons on our patreon page I love the sister chat just because we even talk about current events and spiritual things yes. and all of that. Yes. No, but that's a great point. So early, early season one episodes contained multiple topics per episode. Well, one that's fresh on my mind because it was just last week's episode was Southern funerals. So Southern, we said Southerners throw the best funerals, right? We talked to Elizabeth Passarella in doing that episode but I cannot believe that I didn't say what is so true and something I really really try and live by which is show up meaning let's say it's somebody that you are very distant today from that is experiencing loss I'm just going to give an example of your kindergarten teacher's husband passed away okay. okay you haven't seen her since kindergarten but she was super impactful maybe you call her your favorite teacher of all time uh-huh. maybe you never even met her husband but if you are local to that funeral yeah like, stop by the visitation it's, such, it's so honoring yes and maybe you don't feel comfortable 
you know, stepping up to her to to say some words. Maybe you're at a loss for words. That's fine. Sign the book and just sit there. Yes. Sign the guest book. Your presence is going to be seen and acknowledge. And yeah, that speaks volumes to people who shows up. Yes. It really does. That's a good point, Laura Beth. So it really does make the person that and the family that has experienced loss really feel like they're surrounded by love. Yeah. You know? That they're yeah. not in it alone, that people yes. care, they feel seen and known and yeah. So anyway, I can't believe I forgot to say that. That was when I was like Well, you wow. know, we had we had a lot to cover, so we didn't say everything we, we wanted did. To, we and did that's with most episodes, but we did. Um you just jump in here. Okay. Whenever. Well, a lot of mine are more observations yes. of things I've learned about myself or about just likes, dislikes, all of that. And I was thinking back to several different episodes, but the ones that come to mind, having Laura Stockett Roberts and Sean Dietrich. Yes. The Thrasher Brothers. Just people who love this region. Yeah. I love so talking good. to people. That also love this region. So good. Like, it's just, yeah, I could do that all day long. Yeah, because the the list that you just went through were both in person and via Zoom interviews. But in either scenario, it's like we're automatically on common ground. Yes. And it's so nice to go right into an interview with that. And learn from them. Because they've sure. seen things we haven't seen. And, yeah, but I just love sitting with people metaphorically or literally um yeah and chatting about the south yes there's just so much beauty in seeing it even through other people's eyes yes yeah yeah because then even if they're on a topic that you love talking about let's say you know covered dish or dinner on the grounds I love that but even talking to Sean Dietrich like he has a different perspective of that in the way that he grew up and the community that that brought him and yeah that's really fun and it reminds me too gosh when we talked to fanny flag oh that was on my list as something that i wish that we would have just asked her more questions and asked for forgiveness at the end if we went way beyond well i think we were so wanting to honor her time we were she was just such a valuable person to us but she was loving talking to us she was a great we both later said it seemed like she didn't want it to end right she would have easily gone another 15 to 30 minutes easy and we wanted to we did but in the wanting to honor her time we wrapped it up and i agree so that's that's something that i'm like i wish that would have gotten but you know but you don't want to step on toes right we really did you know feel like it was a big deal for us to get to talk to her so we didn't want to push it but <laughs> now we wish we lesson it. learned. Maybe I should have just pushed it. I kind of wish that I had been more quiet during our Jenna Bush Hager episode because I oh, had so too. much nervous energy and excitement to talk to her that in a 30 minute episode, I'm like, I, you know, because I, I do our editing. So I watch the little squiggle lines of who's talking and like my squiggle line was pretty lengthy. And then there's like a little bit of Jenna and then a lot of Laura Beth. Well, I think the other thing is we felt so connected all right away to yes. her that it made us want to just chit chat. Yes. Like, yeah, some of it was probably nervous energy. But because of reading at least two books by her, didn't you feel like you knew her? I, absolutely. Like, yes. We, so we were just ready to chat with our buddy. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. Roll right into it. So, um, okay, here's one that is funny to me and will continue to evolve. So we did an episode called Celebrity Run-Ins oh, in the yeah. South, which we allowed uh, two extra stories that happened in Los Angeles <laughs> to appear in that episode because <laughs> they were too good not to. Uh, I'll link to any of these episodes as well in our show notes if you want to go back and listen. And if you don't know what I mean by show notes, I just mean the overview section of this podcast episode. So there's there's been a few that I was like, I can't believe I forgot to mention these people. So I'm going to mention them. And some of it has happened since then. So of course, that's why oh, that's I didn't fun. mention it. So a couple that we've run into. Um, you and I ran into Mike Wolf. Of American Pickers. And I've run into him a few times. At a very small little breakfast spot called The Country Boy. It's in Leapers Fork, Tennessee, which is not far far from here. And yeah, so you would know him from... Well, I usually... In two of the times that I've seen him, I've seen him several times. I heard his voice before I... Ah. Like, he has a distinct he voice does. to me. He so does. I heard his voice, which made me turn to see that it was him. He does. He could do radio. He has a oh, great yeah. voice. Yeah. So we've seen him, that was since the episode, but I completely forgot to mention that I'd seen Hootie of Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh my gosh. Can't even think of his actual name. Darius Rucker. There That's it is. That's hilarious. Yes. Saw him in the I parking lot of Kroger. to him. I know. It was. Again, trying to honor the boundaries. Yeah, he was, he wasn't alone. He was with someone else. And I mean, I was just pushing my cart back to the cart corral at the Kroger parking lot. And here he comes and. Hold yeah. my It's just echoing hand. in my mind. And yeah, like everything 90s just came flooding into me. And I just kind of froze, Aww. honestly. I'm sure I did a, you know, a double take just because you do naturally do that sometimes. Oh, yeah. When you see somebody, even if it's not somebody famous, just somebody you recognize. So I'm sure I did one of those, which he probably gets all the time. But no, I did not say anything. I've also run into Elizabeth Hasselbeck, formerly oh, yes. on The View. She lives here now. She was on The View for quite some time, and she's an author and speaker and has just her hand in lots of things here in Nashville now. So I've seen her at a boutique, but they're pretty active in the community here with their kids. So I'm sure others have seen her out and about. Okay, this is not our own sighting, but one of our good friends, Christine, had a sighting this weekend. Did you see her social media post on, down on the square on Columbia in Columbia, Tennessee? Well, I know who was there. I didn't know if we knew anybody that saw him. Oh, she has a video of him dancing. Make so it's Mario Lopez, aka AC Slater from Saved by the Bell, and he was making a Hallmark movie down on the square in Columbia, and she like I guess snuck a little clip that's video so funny and it looks so cute he's darling well i knew he was in town visit columbia the instagram page okay. for the city of columbia tennessee they had posted that he was coming and, okay. and it was also mule day which is a large celebration in columbia just to commemorate the fact that at one time they were the mule, mule capital mule capital of the world mule trading capital yeah that's fun so fun yeah he's darling there's some big ones. So those were a few. I'm sure there are others. Again, I'll, it's, it's an ongoing list. It's and an I, ongoing thing We in did Nashville. try and in that episode only talk about 
true run-ins not like we were at a meet and greet right or we went obviously. to the concert and i mean obviously you're gonna see the per- no yes. this was like bumped into this is kroger parking lot stories yeah <laughs> i love that yeah so much okay again so many of mine are observations but um the college football traditions episode was so fun <laughs> one of my favorites of all time and i want to do a tour of campuses in the south someday oh like just that could be an entire season or series that be so fun okay bookmark that <laughs> i like that idea a lot and now we'll know about some of the traditions right to participate we just need a different um t-shirt to go into each to town each so we don't stand out you know too much or so we blend because we'll know the traditions I just like all the locals so i like dreaming of things like that that's fun that's really fun I saw that Dolly Parton was down at Old Miss this weekend for a fundraiser. She, I did too. And did you see her with Elizabeth High School? Yes. Who we have d- done an interview with today. Elizabeth's I catering company. Very jealous. I was too. Slash happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So do you remember the episode from a, that came from a TED Talk? How a dinner party can save your life. I have a note about that as well. Obviously, you remember. I don't know why I said it like that. I wish for that episode, this would have taken a lot of work and research, but I wish that we'd had a component to that episode of people's lives who have been changed through gestures of hospitality. Would that not have been so cool? Like we, I don't even think that would be possible in an episode. I feel like that is a mini series. It is like an episode series. It is really but, like that would be amazing, Laura Beth. But like, like, do you remember in the Masters episode? You know, we kind of put an all call out to if you've been to the Masters, yes. send us a voicemail of what your experience was. In. Oh, I see. Where you're saying we had little snippets of that. Yes. Would that it's not too have, good. I well, think we need a true. series of that. That's a great idea. But there's so many people out there that I know have stories of, and it doesn't have to be a dinner party saving your life, but some sort of gesture of hospitality, whether it have been a single incident or repeated yeah. gestures by someone that you can look back and go, okay, in hindsight, that pivoted me into sure. a better direction. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that would I be cool. That. But it was still a great interview. I loved him. It was so great. And I love that guy. Like, it was full on, you know, COVID time. It was. So we didn't get to do as much, like, fun interactions with him. Because right. it was so full on. It remember? was very new. He brought a mask just to be kind. Like, yeah. it was all very, like, yeah. what are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> Out of that interview, like, because he's a psychologist, it's so amazing to me how he was talking about community and breaking bread together is literally good for our mental health. Yes. But what I, my observation, I don't think I said this in the episode because I was just so in awe of, like, the science. Me too. He was saying phrases and words that I didn't know, but I understood once he said it. Yes. And it made me go, I love how so often science confirms what's in the word of God. Like Mm -hmm. the word of God says Mm -hmm. that community is important. Breaking bread together is important. It doesn't say because it does this to your brain and this to your stomach and this to your, you know. Yeah. We just know if God said it, it's true. And so I just think that's so cool how so often people think science and 
the Bible clash, and I do not think that. I right. think it 100% points to God. It meshes well. It all feeds into, yeah, I agree. Anyway. That's so good. We had an episode recently on Chattanooga. Yes, yes, yes. And we titled it 24 Hours in Chattanooga because that's about what we spent there. So it was not an all-inclusive By any stretch list. of the imagination. But we didn't share that we stayed in Ottawa, which yes. is right outside of Chattanooga. I mean, it's it's part of Chattanooga. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's its own little township. Little herb, kind of. And... I didn't, I didn't share it because I didn't really think, like, nobody's going to know about this, or I don't really have anything specific to bring up. Well, I should have brought up that we stayed right off of Little Debbie Parkway. Oh, yes. Because I had a couple of people write me to let me know, you know, that Little Debbie's headquartered there. And I kind of did. I mean, I kind of gathered that from the Little Debbie Parkway. staying off of Little <laughs> Debbie Parkway. But that's cool. Like, you can go and tour. The The parent company is called McKee Foods. Okay. That's a family name, McKee. And so this is, the you know, Little Debbie makes Swiss cake rolls, nutty bars. So many things. Uh, oatmeal pies. Oatmeal that's cream pies. That's the only pies. one I really like. That's my favorite. <laughs> but I just wanted to share real quickly, because I didn't get to on that episode, the McKee story, and you can go tour the factory. So I'm yes, sure they have okay. school groups all the time there. I would imagine this is like the field trip zone. But the McKee story began during the height of the Great Depression when a young entrepreneur, O.D. McKee, began selling five cent snack cakes from the back of his 1928 Whippet. I guess that's a. I'm not familiar with a Whippet, but... I know the dog. In 1934, he and his wife, Ruth, bought a small failing bakery using the family car as collateral. Wow. Money was so tight, they had to put up a sheet near the back of the bakery for the family's living quarters. Yikes. Hello. Wow, that's being all in. Despite years of great adversity, O.D. and Ruth's rare determination finally began to pay off in 1960 when they began selling the first family pack of baked goods, naming them after their granddaughter, Debbie. Around this time, the company finally began making a steady profit. The bakery continued to grow but remained a family bakery. O.D. and Ruth's sons, Ellsworth and Jack, eventually took leadership positions, and today Ellsworth and Jack's children Hold leadership roles. They are beginning to introduce the fourth generation of the McGee family wow. to the business. And I thought it was so cute. The name, Little Debbie, um, came again from their granddaughter. O.D. arrived at the name of his four-year-old granddaughter, Debbie, inspired by a photo of Debbie in play clothes in her favorite straw hat. He decided to use the name Little Debbie in the image of her on the logo so now you can picture if you weren't thinking of the little debbie logo you can picture cute little debbie yeah reminds me of like the wendy story kind of yes but yeah i mean again you can't cover everything it's a culture though but that's fun and it's national it's not like that's just a southern thing yes so anyway again (laughs) wish i would have mentioned it but now i can say i have so you know, I enjoyed when we did a multi-generational chat. Oh, me too. I think that would be a cool thing to yes. do in the future, like where we pull in younger than our yes. ages, older than our ages, and just chat about different aspects of life in the South. I love that. 
because we need each other. The generations need each other. In fact, I loved one time when um, the observation was made about so often in the Bible, God's called the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes. Because he's very generational. generational. That's so good. I love that. I liked that chat, too. I think a lot of people did. I remember we got well, a we'll lot of messages to, around that. We'll have to make that be a, a thing. Well, another one that I wish I had known about this book, um, mm-hmm. when we did the Time to Plant episode recently, and I mentioned Lady Bird Johnson's <gasps> yes. Wildflowers. Yes. Uh, we had a listener that was talking about a book called Miss Lady Bird's Wildflowers that tells more on that project. And um, so I just wanted to mention that book. And I'm so glad you mentioned that. I forgot. I've, I saw that note that and, somebody sent that. Yes. And I definitely want to make a trip to the Texas Hill Country. I know. Okay. Speaking of places that you wanted to go, some you had mentioned that you wanted to go to Little Rock or Arkansas. Sorry. Yeah, you mentioned I just Arkansas. Think there's a lot of beautiful things, outdoorsy things in Arkansas. And so somebody said, okay, if you're going to visit Arkansas, make sure you go to Moss Mountain Farm. That's P. Allen Smith's home. P. Allen Smith is a television host so just outside of little rock he opens his home to share design gardening preservation all these eco-friendly building practices very cool he planted one million daffodil blooms this year and they bloom on the hill in his in front of his house each spring and all of this apparently is open to come see beautiful so anyway i can't imagine a million i know that's yeah, that's, I don't know how many acres amazing. that covers, but that's a lot. Well, that's just a touch, but that's a few of our add-ons. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we love hearing from y'all. If you d- if you yes. do hear stuff and you forget or you don't think to message us, please do. That please is do. So it makes us feel more well-rounded and that's right. Like we've got all the details. That's right. Well, we will be back next week with more Southern culture. We hope you have a great week. And until then, Lainey, peace be with you. And also with y'all.